Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams and Elizabeth Wallace, and you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 164. And tonight we're recording something we've kind of been wanting to do for a little while now. I'm not exactly sure what we would call this particular category of websites that we've been talking about. Something about helping you watch movies? Yeah. In a lot of cases, what we're going to talk about is websites that can prevent you being hit with triggers, which I think that's just such a word that people use to insult people nowadays. It's like, oh, ha ha ha, don't get triggered. And I'm like, seriously, I mean... I used to not be a real fan of the whole idea of trigger warnings and everything. It seems like you kind of got to take your lumps as you get them. But let's just face it. If you're going to go watch a movie, you kind of want to enjoy yourself. And what the heck is wrong if somebody is really, let's say, terrified of snakes and just doesn't want to be caught off guard by snakes in a movie? Is that bad that they would want to do that? And I kind of feel with triggers that it's the same way with spoilers. And we've probably talked about this before. There is no way that anyone can know ahead of time everything that could possibly bother or spoil somebody that they're talking to. So when someone says, no, 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 wait, don't do that. Well, then you have a choice. Are you going to keep on going forward like an ass and continue saying the stuff that they just ask you not to? Or are you going to try to adjust for this human being who has just said that they might be bothered by something? So, Right. But at the same time, I do hope that everybody has more sense than to jump on someone who didn't have any way of knowing that you know, you were going to be bothered by something that they just said. Yeah, it does come down to a certain point that if you are personally bothered by something, it is up to you to kind of educate yourself ahead of time. And if it's going to be something that's going to ruin your life, you really need to take steps to try and avoid this. Because if you go watch a movie and it has something in it you don't like, well, not everybody is like you. But it is understandable if this is going to really, really bother you, which is why it's so cool that a lot of these sites exist so that no matter what specific thing bothers you, there is a way for you to look up and see what it is. And the first one that I thought would be fun to talk to is one of the first ones that I had ever heard of. And it is literally called DoesTheDogDie.com. And I know several people who would be all over this particular thing. A friend of mine cannot stand any kind of movie where an animal gets hurt. So this is something to specifically tell you. And it starts starts out with you go onto the website and you type in a search and it will pull up does the dog die and then the answer and so the first one I decided to pull up was cabin in the woods ah uh, yes <laughs> what does it say what does it say I saw that and I was really pleased looking through this okay first of all does the dog die no right However, this website has now come to add just about every other trigger you could possibly imagine. Does a cat die? Does a horse die? Does an animal die? Are any teeth damaged? Just like are the top four (laughs) after does the dog die? Um, And all of them are no. So yeah, yeah, if you want to go see Cabin in the Woods, you're safe for all of those things. Yeah, but you're not safe for a whole lot of other things. We'd say what you're not safe for, but we don't want to spoil it for you. If you haven't watched Cabin in the Woods, you really should. Unless you're triggered by pretty much any kind of violence and then not the movie for you (laughs) bugs clowns snakes car crash um there was one is um does an lgbt person die and it was no on this one i'm like yeah "Yeah, i guess unless it was one of the spear carriers in the background but you don't specifically someone see someone who's gay dying nope 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 and that's so does the dog die It is crowdfunded, so people put in their answers, but they really have expanded. If you click up in the top of the page to where it says all triggers, I mean, 
everything. There was even one, it's like, does someone get misgendered? Which, you know, as a non-trans person, I understand that when you are trans and someone misgenders you, it can be very, very upsetting. Would that bother me seeing in a movie? No. But could it possibly really, really bother somebody else? Yes. So I think it's good that there's a way that you can educate yourself. If that's something that's going to ruin your day, you can check and see if it exists. But man, it has everything. Oh, yeah. And I was scrolling through the Cabin in the Woods stuff. And close to the bottom, one of the questions was, is there hate speech? And the answer was yes, one instance. And you have the opportunity to leave comments on any of these things. So someone commented, where is the hate speech? It hasn't been answered yet. So what do you think the hate speech element would be in the cabin in the woods? Oh, remember the guy that they talked to at the gas station who's really trash-talking the woman and calling her slutty and all that kind of oh, stuff? He, I mean, calls her, that... he calls her a whore. Yeah, she gets called a whore throughout the whole movie, so that could be it. And there is a black guy in the movie, too, I believe. Isn't there? I can't remember. One of the main characters was, wasn't um, he? Yeah, and there was also... I think there was a Confederate flag hanging up in that creepy mm. uh, cab uh, uh, shop where the... The Harbinger. <laughs> I yes. just remember that character's name. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess either of those things could actually count as hate speech. It could be. Isn't it funny that I don't remember one of the characters was African-American, and I think he was one of the cool guys, too. So I yeah. don't know. It's, obviously, it's been too long since I've seen that movie, and I need to watch it again. I don't need much of an excuse to watch that movie again. But. No, not at all. So one of the things that they have in there is what I'm going to talk about next. But there is a whole website for this, and I just I, it tickles me that this exists. It's called wheresthejump.com. And he. <laughs> if you're a person who does not like jump scares and they really bother you, here's how you can find it if there is one. It's funny that Hannah turned us on to a new podcast called Pop Culture Happy Hour. And they were recently talking about The Haunting of Hill House. And I believe this is where Hannah had heard this, that one of the guys who does the reviews on that one, he doesn't like jump scares because he thinks they're cheap. He's like, oh, bravo, you elicited an autonomic response. Good for you. You know, and I'm like, (laughs) that is correct. I like jump scares. I mean, if you have like 20 of in a movie, I'm going to just start getting a little tired. But a jump scare always makes me jump and then giggle. So that's fine with me. But... But if you don't like them, this is the site where you can go and you can type in the name of the movie and it'll tell you if there's a jump scare and exactly where the jump scare is if you want to prepare yourself. Yeah. And of course, I wanted to be consistent. So I went to the website and I typed in Cabin in the Woods again. (laughs) And I love it. They have a whole synopsis of the movie. um, And then the number of jump scares, which in this case was 13, 2 major, 11 minor. And then it has a jump scare rating. And okay, so they wrote down the sudden appearance of the title card on screen at the beginning of the movie is probably the most startling moment. There are (laughs) further jump scares throughout the movie. However, most are quite quite predictable and not overly scary or startling. And that's true, I think. I think Cabin in the Woods would be a little bit higher on the the gore factor than on the jump scares. I think so. There were a number of good jump scares, but God. Type in Haunting of Hill House and about uh, the jump scares, because I really... (laughs) That one... There's a lot of jump scares in Haunting of Hill House, but that one where the chandelier falls is the one that seriously knocked like three years of life out of me. I mean, it just about killed me. Um, Okay, let's see. There are less jump scares than one might expect from a series based on a haunted house as the show spends as much time exploring the relationships between the family members as it does on the horror elements. But it says there are 27 jump scares, four major, 23 minor. 
Interesting. Um, let me see. I'm trying to look at the major ones here. What do you remember? What episode that was when the uh, chandelier fell? Six. Uh, it, they don't have that listed as a major scare. It's not in bold, but it says at fifteen thirty eight, the chandelier drops from the ceiling. I don't know why it just startled the ever living crap out of me. <laughs> I mean, it was it was intense, but that's and it wasn't even that big a deal. Like nobody gets killed or nothing. I mean, it's pretty much just like it's an old house and it's kind of falling apart, and a chandelier falls. But my God, it just. <laughs> So what else, What other site do you want to talk about? Well, this is one that you had mentioned that I thought was a fantastic idea. So I tried to search for a website for it, but the only results that I could get was the app. And it's yes. called the Run P app, which allows yes. you to find out when is the best time to run to the bathroom. I don't know why I haven't downloaded this onto my phone already, because I am terrible about picking <laughs> the worst moments to go for pee. Yeah, I think from what Jada said, Jada was the first person who told me about this. And no, I haven't downloaded it to my phone. I have no excuse. It takes me forever. But I believe it's an AMC movie theaters app. They were the people who designed it. But yeah, they they have a lot of fans because it'll just tell you, you know, this is the time to go. There's no real character development or plot points going on. And a teeny little synopsis of what happens in like, five or six minutes. So if you do miss even the slightest thing, it'll tell you what you missed. I just, I think if I understand right, you pretty much hit the start button when your movie starts and it'll give you like a little buzzer, you know, very tiny vibration alert for when it's safe to go. And so then you can go to the bathroom and check your phone. I just love that. And I'm looking at their website where it talks about the app and the description is, we've all been there enjoying a movie when nature calls. It starts with a whisper, then becomes a shout. Before you know it, you're not watching the movie so much as watching for a chance to make a mad dash to the restroom. That is on point, right? right there. It is so irritating, especially if it's like, you're pretty sure it's the last 20 minutes of the movie. And it just, you know that there's not going to be a good time to go in the last 20 minutes. And you should have gone 20 minutes beforehand. But it's like the number of movies where the last few minutes, I can't even enjoy it because I'm like, credits, please credits, I have to go. And I need to remember to like, especially if it's a Marvel movie, you can't go during the credits, you can't go after the credits. So you need to go early. But now there's one that I wanted to mention. This is another one that's technically covered by Does the Dog Die.com, but it's one that is all to itself. Fairly recent, I think. It's called unconsentingmedia.org, and it actually tracks sexual assault in movies so that you can avoid that. Because I gotta admit, I mean, if there's anything that's really likely to upset somebody, can you imagine going through something like that and trying to live your life and you just want to go see a movie? But how often do you have sexual assaults happening in movies? You know, that's just... And yeah, and it's something that bothers me too. It bothers me in books as well. I mean, that's the sort of thing that... I really don't like rereading sections like that when something like awful like that happens. And I know... It's a story trope. It happens. And trying to not have it anywhere is pretending that it doesn't happen in real life. So yes, I get when authors want to include that. Sometimes I when I sense that something like that is about to start in a book, I will page through until I find it. I'm like, okay, that's where it happens. And then I'll be ready for it. It sounds like this website would be a good way to clue yourself in before you even go see the movie. Exactly. And that's an interesting point. I wanted to talk about that. The idea of paging forward in books to find stuff. For years, 
I mean, I, you hear about people who read the end of a book to see if they're going to like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that. I really don't. But at the same time, if that's how you want to read a book, then who am I to judge? And I have noticed there have been times in books where I know something awful is about to happen and you're just waiting for it to happen. And I will sometimes page forward like five or six pages and be like, okay, I just have to get through this really tense moment for another 16 pages and then it'll be all over. So... A lot of these sites, they actually, on doesthedogdie.com, one of the triggers they have listed, does the movie have a happy or a sad ending? And I'm like, ah, I, I don't, I, I do feel sometimes like you can't bubble wrap protect yourself from everything in this world. But if that's what you want to do, then fine, that's okay. And uh, a little tangent about paging forward in books. Two Stephen King novels are the two only instances where I have literally had to close my eyes during the scary part. Oh, I bet I know what one of them was. Okay, what was it? Misery. Yes, when she's killing the police officer outside the (sighs) window with an axe. Oh, God. I think I actually... It might have been when she first broke his knee. There was a or or cut off his when his knee was like croggled. I guess he called it when she smashes his knee with a sledgehammer. I think I kind of had to stop and page forward just a little bit. Oh my god, yeah. And the other one was Cujo when Cujo is killing a police officer. I think outside oh, yeah. the door. Both of those cases. I mean, I never would have thought that'd be possible, but I literally closed my eyes and flipped the page forward a little bit until I could, you know, read the aftermath of it. So yeah, and I'm not easily bothered by a lot of stuff, but I can understand why there are people who would want to avoid stuff like that. Yes, absolutely. Which brings me to the last one that I had for the list. This is something that doesn't bother everybody, but I just stumbled across this on Instagram and I think it is brilliant. And it is called the Emetophobia Review. I know what this is. Yes, you totally do. Emetophobia is for people who really, really don't want to watch someone puke. And this site is brilliant because it (laughs) lists, you can go onto Instagram, but if you go onto Tumblr, you can actually search by, you know, go through the archives and search specifically. But it's just like, you know, is this movie safe or not safe? If it's safe, they'll just say safe. If it's not safe, they'll say in big capital letters, not safe, and then say what happens and where it happens and how bad it is. And they even use abbreviations. Like, they don't say throw up because a lot of people hate those words. They just say T-U. And they don't say vomit. They say V, you know? I think this is wonderful. I just... I can handle it. It's fine. Obviously, if it gets really egregious, like Monty Python, The Meaning of Life, which I just oh, God, don't understand. No. no. I don't understand. But, you know, at the same time, like, I kind of stopped watching ER because they kept doing it. It's like, obviously, if it's a medical show, it's a medical thing that happens sometimes. But it's gotten to where I just roll my eyes and I'm like, really, you guys? I don't need to see any of that. I saw somebody commenting on Twitter that apparently it's gotten more of a thing to make really realistic Yes. You know, yes, instances of this happening. And I do think it's kind of funny that, you know, I don't like it. I can't stand it. I really wish they wouldn't do it. It bothers you a lot oh, more than it God. bothers me. I just don't. I just don't get it. So now that I have found this, and so all this time that I talked about trigger warnings and how, you know, you kind of got to take your lumps and you can't protect yourself from everything. I found this site and I'm like, oh my God, this is life changing. This is really, <laughs> I'm so happy. And I believe they might even have the they have like a Patreon or one of those bias a coffee buttons, which I will totally support them. So it is the Emetophobia Review. So E-M-E-T-O-P-H-O-B-I-A Review 
on Instagram or emetophobiareview.tumblr.com. Look it up, <laughs> use it, give them compliments, tell them thank you. I mean, it's just, and it's actually by somebody who I think it bothers them. I don't know if they're watching these movies themselves or they're getting people to do it. I think it's actually how they cope with it happening in a movie that if they're watching a movie and it happens, they're like, oh, I have another one for my thing, you know, and people can send in requests. If you are curious about a movie and you don't see it, you can ask them. I mean, it's just, it's such a neat idea. And you can find that on doesthedogdie.com. But I think it's just great that there's a whole site dedicated to this happening. I love it. Yeah, have you had a chance to look up uh, Twin Peaks The Return on this site? Because I had to warn you about this happening, the instance where um, the evil Cooper was throwing up some kind of yellow goop or whatever in the car. I don't know if you ever actually saw that uncensored, because you watched it on the plane and they censored out the, oh, the yes. stuff? Yes, thank God they censored it. I mean, it was so funny that it's Twin Peaks. So I'm watching it on a plane, and there's a lot of nudity, and it's there's just, just a black square over top of things. But they were censoring out quite a bit. There was a fairly gruesome scene of lions eating prey on something at one point. That was censored out. The nudity was censored out. And then I could kind of hear what was going on when he was in the car, but they had a big black box over it. I didn't see it, and I was like... Thank you, censors. I wasn't annoyed at all, especially since I had people sitting, you know, in seats next to me on the plane who wouldn't have wanted to see that either. Oh, that was bad. That was probably the worst one I've ever seen. I mean, wow. like, really, really bad. And I kind of wish mine had been censored, too, because, ugh, really? Yeah, I know, I know. It's David Lynch, and I... I get it. All of these things, bad things happen in life and you cannot protect yourself from everything. But like I said, you know, it really, really bothers me. And when I see it in a movie, I'm not going to sit there and type up an angry letter to the writers and directors and go, why the heck did you put this in there? But I am going to be kind of annoyed. It's my responsibility to protect myself from it if it's going to ruin my day. So it's funny that I just happened to look and they said Bumblebee. And I was like, there wasn't one in Bumblebee. I'm like, oh, son of a gun, there was. The kid barfs in the back seat of the car right after the car chase. Oh, okay. Interesting. I forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotten to where if I see it, I, I, I can get past it. It's fine. But I just I love the idea that I might not have to. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yeah, that's really all we wanted to talk about it. I mean, like we said, um, it's something that people like to make fun of, you know, protecting yourself from triggers, but I don't have any problem with it. And, um, you know, like when it comes to animals dying, I didn't think it bothered me that much. But you remember the cat getting killed in The Shape of Water? I didn't actually see The Shape of Water. A cat gets killed, and it might bother you a bit, you know? It's not, you don't see the actual moment it gets killed, but you do see something eating it, and it just kind of like, ah, that if you're a cat owner, it was kind of bothering. But, I mean, it's like, it's a thing that happens and a thing that people decide to do. But if you need to educate yourself about this kind of thing, there are many, many, many places you can go and do that. Yep, lots of helpful resources for you. So that's going to wrap us up for the week. So make sure to check out pixeladygeek.com for all the book reviews, the comic book reviews, the movie reviews, the photo galleries. I suppose next week we will have a Night Vale episode. Also, did you notice that Ant-Man and Wasp is on Netflix? I did not. Oh my, we have to watch that. And... 
only have four more episodes left of the Vampire Diaries. I've really been enjoying the live tweeting of them. So yeah, we might have to have, uh, well, I don't know, do you think we should have an entire episode about the Vampire Diaries? I, at very least, it'll be a half an episode because there's going to be some stuff that happens that I'm sure you're going to want to talk about. Yeah, I imagine so. After these last two, damn. Yeah. So if you go to Twitter and go to Binary System Pod on Twitter, that's where Catherine's doing the live tweets. And please join in with comments or likes or anything because it's really after all this time to see your reactions to it because I've been watching them while you've been doing the live tweet and that's definitely fun (laughs) but yeah so if you have any other sites that you have found that help you watch movies or if you have thoughts on Vampire Diaries or any other geeky things please shout out we can find us on all the social medias you know how the internet works and one way or the other we will talk to everybody in one week talk to y'all later Sorry, you're frozen again. Damn it. Am I back? Yes, you're back. Okay. okay, so hang a second. I hear a siren. I can't tell where it's coming from. One moment. I think it's our area. Give me a minute. They may be just be going down. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> so glad I paused. <laughs> hang on. I don't know where they are. Are they gone? I can't hear them anymore. I can. And if I can hear them, I'm sure the phone can hear them. Maybe there's an actual crash in your neighborhood. We could be at this all night long. No, I think I got it. Am I back? Am I back? Am I back? Yeah, no.